Ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna be an amazing episode number, lucky number nine of the podcast, Carlos Inspire Show, where we bring in amazing guests and leaders of the world. And we are streaming right now worldwide through every single social media out there. And I have somebody over here, a dear friend of mine, somebody that I respect, you know, somebody that's been out there in the game for years. And let me tell you something about this person here, ladies and gentlemen. He has taught at the University of Southern California for seven years. He's the ultimate performance specialist. He holds a doctorate in neuropsychology, best-selling author, the head trainer, and co-speaker with Anthony Tony, Mr. Robbins, he's a philanthropist. He has presented to well over four and a half million people around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, please get on your feet and help me <laughs> welcome to the stage the author of Awesome Sauce and Get Happy Now, Mr. Joseph McClender, the third. <laughs> What's up, my friend? Wow, man, that was, uh, I want to meet that guy. <laughs> hey, man, you're going to have to work on getting excitement and get, get over your shyness, because... Uh, hey, I try, you know what I mean? I'm like, people like Carlos, I want to host, I want to hire you to be the host of all my events and introduce me on stage. I, you know, my friend, Joseph, how you doing, my brother? Such an honor to have you here on the show. You know, the world right now, it's in totally complete chaos. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. I know that you and I are both in California and you in Los Angeles. I'm Northern California nearby Sacramento. And outside, at our own neighborhoods, within a mile and two miles from us, complete chaos breaking down. And it's just insane. You know what I'm saying? And, and Joseph, speaking of that, bro, with the whole world being crisis right now, you know, what do you think, like, what would be an advice, right, that you would have for all of us and what to do in times like this, my friend, with all your experience? Well, to answer your question, i got to ask a question. And it's, it's a rhetorical question I'm asking you and our listeners as well. Do you want inspiration or do you want change? And it, that's a trick question because the answer is we want change, but we want lasting change. And what I mean by that, and I'll, I'll talk about, obviously, my country is the epicenter of a lot of things going on, yeah. COVID and the racial issues yeah. right now. And both of them hold a couple things in common. But I'm going to talk about the racial issues right now because they're the ones that are out front right now. Yes. Pandemics will go, come and go. They will. They always have and they always will. And, I, you know, I think I shared with you, I've lost eight friends just in the last two and a half months uh, due to this. So... It is it is it hitting me in a very profound way, and, and I'm very sad about that. Yeah. Uh, however, I will say that uh, that will come and go, definitely. Humanity will get over that. Racism and uh, the racial issues, they will not go. They must be systematically rooted out and replaced. And so when I say change, and I say lasting change, Motivation and inspiration and empowerment is that'll just get you off the dime. That'll just get you going. That'll inspire you to get out, and it has. It's called, it's inspired people to risk their limb and their life to get out on the streets. They're inspired right now, but motivation will only get you started. 
the only thing that's going to work is if we systematically expose and treat the cause of the problem. And the cause in this case is a set of beliefs that we all have about ourselves, about other people, and about the world around us. If you're Black, you have a deep-seated psychological wound about who you are, what other people think about you, and what the world thinks about you. If you're white or anything in between, you have a deep-seated psychological belief about yourself, about the world around you, and about how, uh, about how other people. And so what happens is that there are processes, processes that we have to go in. You know that from the work that, that I know you from. To go in, and it's, uh, you know, things like change personal history and, uh, and to do what we call effective pattern and psychological pattern replacement. And they're simple, simple, simple. They're not easy necessarily, but they're simple. And so right now we're in a leadership crisis. And I don't mean leaders, like I said, not leaders that are just gonna step up and go, hey, you can do this, everything's gonna be okay, that's great. We need leaders to change the narrative, to go, listen, here's what we can do to make the shifts inside. A person is not racist just because they don't have the experience or because they don't understand. You know, right now, there are a lot of people, a lot of my white friends are calling me Joseph. I, you know, I never realized it was this bad. I never realized that. And, and I could go, how could you not realize that? This has been going on for 401 years. But the reality is they don't have that experience. They're not seeing life through the same lens. I have had the experience. I had a cop's foot on my head. I had three people try to take my life because of the color of my skin. I've had racial torment, bullying, separation uh, my entire life. And everybody that black skin ha has that. So our experience is different. And the reason that what happens, you know, Benjamin Franklin said 100 years ago that justice will not come about, justice will not be served until those that are unaffected are just as, an out, are just as outraged as those who are affected. And right now, those who, are, who aren't affected are outraged. They're in the streets. The, the, if there is a silver lining, if there is anything beautiful about this, it is that there are all races in the streets. There are all races protesting. There are all races saying enough is enough. Well, you know what? Enough has been enough for a long time. And so they're outraged. But the danger is right now is that people don't realize that, okay, we're starting to make some headway. So let's shift our approach. And so right now, that's what I'm all about now, is to help people to recognize, to shift the approach that we're going after. Because if we just keep doing what we're doing, people are going to go home at some point. Yeah. And when they do, the same thing is going to happen that's happened over and over again for 400 years. It's going to get swept under the rug. Yes. No, no, I, and I can relate. As you're saying that, Joseph, you know, I was thinking about, you know, my neighborhood, right? Growing up as a kid and poor in the hood, you know, like you and I, we both come from like the same cloth, you know what I'm saying? And been through the bullying and all this shit and name calling, you know what I mean? I remember being in this country as an immigrant and, you know, fun of because of my accent and all the racial stuff that I, you know, I have to went through. And it's like, I always tell people, unless if you really feel it, you never understand. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like we had people taken away from murder for my family. I seen kids die in front of me on the streets of Brazil. I know what it feels like having somebody on your ear looking at me and my friends from the barrio. Oh, because you, you guys are gonna die in the barrio. You guys are gonna die in the hood. You're never gonna leave the hood. You know, and, and but it gets to a point right where they just say like enough is enough. But in order for anything to change, we must to change first. 
We must no longer tolerate this bullshit. And it starts at home. It starts us with our kids. It starts at our communities. It starts as us by leading. We don't have to depend on, on no government or it doesn't. And, and, and now is the time for, I, I've been talking so much about this, bro. The time is for everybody, right, to sit down and forget about, you know, what political party we are coming from, what religious belief, the color of our skin. You know, I mean, it's like literally sit down on a table and like, okay, guys, now is we have we got all this shit going on. What is next? And I love that you touch on that, brother. And, and speaking of that, what is next, Joseph? What do you think, bro? That some of the strategies that you could share for us to capitalize, you know, what I mean, in moments like this in life that you could share for us to help others out there. Well, you're right. Uh, now is the time. We're in a, we're in. It's a perfect storm right now. But now is the time not to, like I said, you know, just be a leader and say, hey, we can do this. And there's strategies. And I'll give you three. Actually, I'll give you a few. I'll give you two sets. The first one is just three things that we can do as a whole. And that is number one is to educate our leaders to add to their conversation, to their narrative about beliefs change and about, uh, about systematic changing of how we feel and our insight. Because what's happening right now, man, is something called empathy. And that means that people are, see, there's, there's, sympathy, there's sympathy and there's empathy. Sympathy means something happens to you when I look at you and I go, I feel sorry for you. You know, that, that's too bad that that happened to you. Empathy is when something happens to you and I go, I, you have empathy right now. I have to have the same experience. I feel you right now. And I'm in the fight with you. And I'm going to help the change. That's empathy. And that's what's happening around. That's what's everybody in the street. And from empathy comes compassion. And from compassion comes change. And so right now, if our leaders, they need to be educated because they're talking the same stuff. And God bless them. You know, they're, they're doing the right thing. They're leading people. But a leader is somebody with tools and strategies to help people move beyond where they are right now. And at the risk of sounding arrogant, you know, I, I have un two unique skills. One of them is, as a psychologist, producing change in an individual. Me doing it for them, with them right there. And that's great, but I can't be everywhere. The other unique skill that I have is teaching people to do it for themselves. And so... That's what, you know, the, the, the leaders need to be educated on that as well. That needs to be introduced. The second thing is that we must assess the battlefield. And again, this is synonymous with the coronavirus and everything as well. We have been at war in this country for, and, for 401 years. And in your country, and it's wars all over the place, but wars are won through battles. Wars are won through the incremental battles and battles are the individual conflicts that happen that produce results but the trick is so the second thing is we must assess the battle that we're in right now and so as a leader you don't send your troops into battle your soldiers into battle and go you guys just fight until you die you send them in the battle and you say you take this hill you take this this beach you take this and then we're going to strategize on what to do next because if they just keep fighting, they lose the will to fight. They lose the reason they're doing it, and they're going to do stupid things. Yeah. So instead, right now, we need to recognize that, yeah, we fought battles, and, and we won a battle yesterday in that three of the, the other three policemen got, got arrested. That was one of the things that needed to be done. Yeah. And so when that happens, I, I started noticing immediately people going, yeah, well, that's not enough. We're not done. And it's true. It's not enough, and we're not done. 
But unless people go, okay, wait a minute. Okay, we got this. Now what's the next step? And the next step is to make clear the demands and the things that have to happen to, to make this thing go further. And that is in, in America now, in, in terms of the racial issues right now, things like body cameras on the cops and access by the public to those body cams and vetting of the cops and uh, auditing of the cops and checking in and training and things like that, and the list goes on and on. We gotta make clear of those things and then they gotta be implemented. But for us right now, you know, cause I, I've had this conversation now for two months and the conversation was first about the, the virus and everything that's going on. There's, th there's several things that we can do. Number one, obviously protect yourself. Yeah. Do the right thing. Whether you think this is a conspiracy or this is just the flu and it's gonna wash over or whatever, you gotta protect yourself. And the easiest, best, quickest, fastest way that everybody can protect yourself is make sure that your own immune system is healthy. Eat right, breathe right, drink the right kind of water. Mitigate the fear. Don't look at all the crap that's on television because fear denigrates your, your uh, immune system. And make sure that you are doing all those things. Move your body. You know, I always say that to do these things. Number one, look where you want to go. This is going to be over one day. And when it does, you're going to look back and you're going to ask yourself two questions. One of two questions. What did I do back there in 2020 that I'm glad I did because now I'm thriving. I helped a lot of people, I helped myself, I educated myself and all those things. Or you're going to ask, what do I wish I would have done? Because now I'm not as far ahead. And the things are really simple. Number one, meditate. And I don't mean just sit down and go into a lotus position and zen out. I mean stop and be silent and listen to your own thoughts. Because you'll listen to your own thoughts and you'll realize either those thoughts are up, doing what I call love lifting you, which are, are praising you and, and acknowledging you and, and telling you empowering things or their thoughts that are tearing you down. If they're tearing them down, tearing you down, you got to change them through repetition. The second thing that you got to do is you got to move your body. Get out, walk, move. I have trampolines all over my house, these little ones that I, rebounders, that I'm, you know, every hour or so I get up and I jump and jump around. That fortifies your lymph system and your immune system. Next is mitigate the fear. As I said, turn off the television, turn off the bad news. Yeah. You don't have to have it all day long. And then, uh, and then next is to, uh, you notice that these are all M's. Yeah. Uh, meditate, mitigate, move your body. And then next is what, what I say is to mentor. And that means go get a mentor and be a mentor. Because through the process of teaching people what you know, you actually release dopamines into your system that make you feel better, which, which, which improves your immune system. But you also do the same for them. You know, in this, and, and by the way, at the end of this course, I want to, uh, at the end of this conversation, I want to give everybody here a free gift uh, that they can do that to mentor themselves and, and teach, teach other things as well. Um, and, and so learn something right now, you know. And even, I, you know, it's funny, Joseph, as you are talking, bro, because, you know, you are one of my brothers that actually has the receipts, you know what I mean? A lot of people over there, they talk on social media, where you actually walk that talk, you know what I mean? It's like you've been healthy for, for so long, and it's very, your immune system is so strong, and, and you have no idea how far your message goes. You know, things that I learned from you from back in the day, you know what I mean? Just for the simple fact of moving, it, it affected my own children, right? Like Isabella, my daughter, she's now eight. But she, since she's like three and a half, you know, somebody comes to the house, she goes, hey, how you doing? And if they, the person say okay, and if she thinks they're full of shit, 
she goes to their face and flex <laughs> it, and then, and then you ask her, and you go, hey, Isabella, what do you do whenever you're upset or, or whenever you don't feel like listening? Or if you, know, if you just don't feel like listening to daddy, what do you do? You know, you can breathe in and you can breathe out. But then, and then if I go, but Isabella, but what do you feel don't feel like breathing in and you don't feel like breathing out and you just want to be a rebel today? Then what do you do, Isabella? Then daddy, then you got to shake that ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and because she's seen me talking about the stuff that I learned from you and from Tony and all this stuff. And this in particular is one of your dudes, right? And people, they, do, they don't want their ass to me. We have the stews within us. It's like the stuff that we teach. Everything, guys, is within us. And I just love it that you brought it up all these points. Like a trampoline costs like 20, 30 bucks on Amazon. Actually, don't go to Amazon. Go to your local uh, uh, local uh, city. Go to your local town and support your local community. Take a break off online because we need to support our communities. Yeah, Amazon exactly. already make too much money. Yeah, I say it, Jeff. You know, so you know what I mean? But it's like stuff like that. Breathe, meditate, take the time. And people, they be, they, you surprise, it'd be surprising whenever you listen to yourself and all this shit, most people out there, guys, 90% of their day, they like in, uh, you know, it's like this shit's torturing you. Yeah. And then yeah. You got to follow exactly what Joseph is saying, just making them move, listening and changing. And one thing that you brought it up, Joseph, that I wish I would have done a long time ago, it's like the mentor piece, right? To not only have a mentor, a long time ago, because a lot of people that they preach or they sell mentorship or they're talking about coaching and mentoring, but they don't have a mentor themselves. And then exactly. if you're not growing, you are dying. And not only that, people that, that just get into the game of like mentoring other people. It's like, for example, sometimes, you know, whenever we're doing those interviews or whenever we are doing a live and, and somebody's, is, they, they feel, feel the energy, they feel the joy and the passion, but they don't know that that helps us just as much because yeah, we are talking. Yeah. We are releasing that, that there are internal changes happen in our body. And, and I love how you bought those things up, brother. You know what I mean? It's just so important, guys. You know what I mean? And, and, and Joseph, tell me something. Um, what are some of the tools that you are using right now, you know what I mean, that somebody uh, could have used right now to kind of, if they are being tormented, you know what I mean? I, I really, I've been praying that people shut down the TV and turn off negativity. But what are some of the tools that you would recommend, Joseph, them are uh, using? Uh, throughout the day to help them in their life, in their business? What are some of those things, bro? Yeah, one of them is, and I recommend this for everybody, it's called pattern replacement, psycho psychological and emotional pattern replacement. And what that means is, is when you're feeling negative at all, whether it is because you're watching something somebody said or you're just feeling bad or whatever, then you cannot replace something without doing something about the problem first. You cannot put a Band-Aid on cancer and expect it to heal. It ain't going to happen. And so the cancer, in this case, I like what you said, our thoughts torture us at times. And that's all it is, is a thought. And from the thought that we're thinking, let's just say you're thinking about something that you're fearful of. It produces chemicals that make us, our heart beat a certain way and we feel bad. We feel scared. We'll procrastinate. We'll hesitate. We'll do stupid things. Okay. But while we're in that emotion is the time to change. And what that means is this. You must first, like I said, you must expose the emotion. Be aware of it. Okay, I feel bad right now. And then you must treat the emotion by busting it apart. And then thirdly, placing in the emotion that you want. So you must be aware, find it first. And then number two, open it up, tear it out. And then number three, add something in. And how we do that is something called a pattern interrupt. A pattern interrupt is very, very simple. Anytime a human being is interrupted 
while they're in a, in a, a stream of consciousness or a thought or an emotion or a physical uh, or a position, anytime that is interrupted, it'll create a scotoma, which is a blank spot. And that is why we've all done this. You're sitting somewhere and you go, oh, I need to go into the other room and get an ink pen. And then you stand up and you go into the other room and you're standing in the other room going, what the hell did I come in here for? And it is because you just did a pattern interrupt. Because you're thinking ink pen, you're feeling like I got an ink pen, you're certain about I got about an ink pen. And then when you stand up, you create that blank spot. Now, the beautiful part about it is that blank spot is a vacuum in your mind. And that's why we're going, what, what, what? And that's your opportunity to put whatever you want in. And if you just smile, then it releases dopamine into your system and makes you feel better. So if you literally feel bad, interrupt your pattern, smile, and then praise yourself, and then go right back into it and do that over and over again. Feel bad, interrupt the pattern, smile, praise. Feel bad, interrupt the pattern, smile, praise. Then what'll happen is the very thing, you, you won't be able to feel bad because the very thing that caused you to feel bad will be the thing that triggers you to feel good. And it's really, really simple. Feel bad, interrupt the pattern, smile, praise yourself over and over again. It's really simple and everybody can do it. No, I love that. I love that. <laughs> you know, you just gave me, uh, you're talking about smiling. And I was actually thinking about the story that you tell from back in the day on what you had to do <laughs> to help your mother, you know. In the, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just love that story. That, that one is on your book, right? It's on the, uh, the, the, um, uh, the Get Awesome. Um, yep. and what's the name? Um, I think mine has been going blank. So many. It's, in, it's either Awesome Sauce or... Get yeah, happy now. Is it on the Get Happy Now? I believe it's on Get. It's one of the two, right? Which I highly recommend, guys. You know, I've been reading so many books lately, <laughs> but I just love the story. You're just like one crazy son of a gun because you just do it, and you know, it's like it, it, you like you know, you don't accept this. You know what I mean? The the, the, the circumstances, you know, it's just like if people they don't understand, guys. It's just like you are not your feelings. Like this shit right now that's happening, it's not here to stay. It's show past. You know what I mean? It's about like you, Joseph just said, you know, get angry, break the pattern, get happy. You know what I mean? And, and by the, 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 the craziest stuff, Joseph, is that 95% of people, they won't do it. And I challenge you guys to, to prove me wrong that 95% of the people looking at this will do it. You know what I mean? And it's just getting in the game. It's just yeah, like, I believe it, that's the nature of anybody that would listen to this kind of podcast is they probably will do something more than the average person will. And that's, yeah. that's great. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's crazy, brother. So, you know what I mean? And I, yeah, I love that. Story. But Joseph, tell me something. I see a nice word behind you, the attitude. How, <laughs> how did that come out? What is the definition of attitude and how did that come out? Somebody made that for me when I was in Finland. Uh, they gave that to me last year. And attitude is my word that I use for, well, first off, I'll start here, that nobody will argue that your attitude will determine your altitude. Your attitude, meaning your, your, your perspective on things and how you feel in that moment, whether you're, whether you're pessimistic or optimistic, that is your attitude. And it will determine whether you can, can't, will, won't. It'll determine how far you'll go. Well, the attitude, uh, as I said before, this is another tool that people use, you know it, and that is this, that the attitude can change very, very quickly from moving our bodies. When we move our bodies, chemicals get released that make us, give us a better attitude. And there's one area of our bodies that when you move that area of the body, it changes everything without a doubt. Now this sounds silly, but it's science. When you move that area of your body, it ignites your entire body, and that is your ass. When you move your ass, when you shake your ass, when you wiggle your ass, 
it makes the whole rest of your body release chemicals that make you feel good. And I, I, I dare anybody to prove me wrong. Go after it. And so uh, that's why I call it assitude. Shake that ass. I always tell people when you feel bad and you want to feel better, what do you do? Shake that ass. And by the way, there is a long tail. There's a residual effect. You know this. You know, you've seen me do it to crowds of 15,000 people that are tired as hell. We know we, we've been working them from eight o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night. And they stay excited the entire time because I get them up every cup, you know, every 45 minutes or something and shake that ass. And it's a practice that people can use throughout their life. Astitude. Yeah, for real. I love that, brother, because there's no way to get upset. Like, imagine right, right now, guys, as Joseph is saying this, let's say if you guys were having a bad day because you were, like, looking at negativity, look at how right now how it has shaped, you know. Like, for example, if I would say the word, you know, protest, if I say the word, the word, you know, racism, if I say the word anger, see, pay attention to your body right now and to your feelings. But now, if I say the word attitude, shake that ass. Now look at look at how quick, right? Look at one second, two seconds. It's instantly, and that's the shit that I'm talking about. It's that fast. It's all here in our mind. It's retraining our brain, teaching our kids at home, talking to the neighbor. Love your neighbor. I'm not going religious here right now. I'm just saying, go talk to your neighbor. Go say how you doing, how you been. You know, one question that I always love asking everybody though. Uh, Joseph, that everybody out there is a great question to start a conversation. Whenever you talk to people and once you know what they do, you ask them this powerful question, which is people love talking about it, which is, my brother Joseph, what did it made you start doing all this? What was that, 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 that turning point that you say, you know what? I want to become the greatest, the awesomeness, Joseph as shaken, McClender, the third, you know? <laughs> Well, if, if, that's, if, that, if you're asking that question, I can tell you exactly what it was. I, there was never a point that I said, I'm going to be the greatest Joseph McClendon. There was never a point. But there was a point when I decided that this was going to be my calling. And unfortunately, fortunately, it came uh, from some tragedy in my life. I told you this before, three grown men tried to take my life because of the color of my skin, and I became homeless because of that. They stole my pride. They stole my dignity. I lost everything. And so, but what changed it for me was somebody gave me a book, Think and Grow Rich was the book. And I read the book, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah, yeah, what, you want to see something? Hey. My friend Dave Albin just sent me the, the, uh, uh, another copy of it. This yeah, one's here. Well, my, I give that to all my clients, Think and Grow Rich. Is that this, one is the, this one is the one that my son is using because right now he's doing a review, a book review on video every chapter. And he leaves it on Instagram. But anyway, he gave me the book. And then when I read the book, it changed my life because I did what the book said. And then when I went back to him, I said, how do I repay you? Because my life changed. And what he told me was he said, you repay me by doing what I've done for you. You change as many people's lives as you possibly can. And it was in that moment that I realized that's my calling. You know, I, and, and I won't teach theory. So, so meaning I won't teach somebody something that I don't do myself. Yes. And so I now... As you know, I'm an ultimate performance specialist. Um, and what that means is I'm kind of a high-end life coach. I have the privilege of working with Academy Award-winning movie stars and Grammy winners and, and major sports figures and millionaires and billionaires and all that stuff and everything. But I also have the opportunity of working with everybody. And so what my outcome is, uh, to answer your question, that's the reason why I do what I do, because somebody did it for me. Yes. No, man, I love that. What I, you know, it's just like... It's always great, you know, listen to you and then uh, so much wisdom in this little body. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just want to make the son of a gun. And tell me something, my friend. You know, um, you are on your deathbed. 
what would be like the less word, the less message that you would say? You know, if your doctor would say, you know, Joseph, you have like, you know, a week or two to go and you're in that deathbed, what would be that message? Um, what can we do tomorrow? Mm. That would be the question that I ask. What can we do tomorrow? Because I'll still be with you. I'll be with you in spirit. I'll be with you in your heart. And what can we do tomorrow? What are we going to do tomorrow to make this world a better place? I love um, that question. And um, yeah, when I look at my deathbed, I don't believe that life is meant to uh, expire peacefully and just, you know, okay, that was great. I want to come sliding in on a Harley Davidson with a bar of chocolate in my hand, screaming at the top of my lungs going, what's next? What's next? <laughs> no, uh, to be honest with you, uh, if I, uh, heaven forbid, had to leave this planet tomorrow, I would leave this planet knowing that I left it in a better way, a better place, better than when I found it. And so when I look at, you know, my last words would be thank you. If there's anybody standing around me, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for, for being a part of my life. Thank you to God for having given me this, this vehicle, this vessel, this voice, and everything that I've had. Thank you to my mother and father for having raised me in a way that set me off to, be, uh, to have tenacity, to have dignity, to have uh, energy, joy, and um, in integrity. Thank you to my sisters for having been my best friends my whole life. Thank you to my, my dear son, who um, I love him so much, and I just, uh, uh, he amazes me every day. Thank you to my mentors, my teachers. Thank you to everybody that has been uh, a part of my life, and thank you to life. Yes. Wow. What a beautiful message. Dale. Dale, can I get a name, man? Say it again, brother. That's just beautiful. Man, guys, I don't care where you guys are right now. Listen to this live around the world. Take this moment right now. Just do a little journal. Give yourself a five-minute gift by answering that question. You know what I mean? It's like if you're in your deathbed, what is that thing? And then we like take a look at your life and making sure that you guys are living life to the fullest, making sure that you are living every single day as if it was your last day, man. I remember and making sure one of my greatest advice that I ever got was from my grandma, my friend. And the advice was, if how you know if if like my grandma always said, son, if I was gonna be there, how would you treat them? So if for anything from now on. How would it be different if it was going to be for your grandma? If you're going to study for the test, if you're going to go help somebody, if you're going to go help your grandma, if that business was to help your grandma or that session or anything, if your grandma was right there next to, next to you, you know, so treat everyone how would you treat your grandma and just that gratitude and the being thankful for all the people that have been there. Just what an amazing, amazing podcast, my friend. Really appreciate you for being here. You just, you got a lot of, uh, me to think about a lot of memories here from the past. As uh, you were talking. And, and Joseph, you know, what is a place that they can follow you? They can learn more from you, my friend. You just like an immense wealth of wisdom. You know, you're like 300 years old. You know, you're old, <laughs> old, you know, you, know I mean? you look like you're 29. You know, what is that a place that they can follow you, that they, they can hear, learn more from you? And I remember also earlier you said at the beginning of this that you have an amazing free gift. You know what I mean? For yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and by the way, this is absolutely free. There's, there's no trial basis. There's no leave a dollar. There's none of that stuff. There's no, it's not lead capture. It's absolutely free. It is my gift to you. And I'll tell you why I'm doing it here in a second. Um, and that is, I, right now, the world is starving for leaders. 
and leaders bring about certainty. So right now, self-certainty is needed. And so I created a, a, a program that I, if you go anywhere else, you got to pay for it. And it ain't cheap, but right now it's free uh, uh, for you. And it's something called my self-certainty masterclass. It's an audio program. And, and just like I said, it's not just going to be Joseph talking. I'm going to have you do things. And as you do them, it's going to be rewiring your brain and rewiring you to have more certainty in your life. And so uh, it's, it's an audio program and it comes with a workbook. And um, so if you go to my Instagram, and my Instagram is I am Joseph McClendon. I'll spell it for you. I-A-M-J-O-S-E-P-H-M-C-C-L-E-N-D-O-N. And when you go there, click on the link in my profile and it'll drop down a menu and look for self-certainty masterclass. There's a few other things there, but just go there and click on that and it'll give it to you for free. And I want you to have it, I want you to do it. And here's the reason why I want you to do it because those of us that dare to dream while the rest of the world is having a nightmare, you will obviously inherit and create the wealth and the prosperity and the life and lifestyle that you want. But the best part about it is that you will become a leader and that you will become an example of possibility for other people as well. And together we'll change the world. So I want you to have this, please be my, my let it be my gift to you. And the only thing that I ask is that you spread the wisdom. You can share the course if you want or not. You, but I want you to tell people, you know, if you learn something here today, or you learn any of the other podcasts that this amazing man is doing, any information, you be the mentor and you share it with other people. Blame it on me. Blame it on you know us. Just go, look, here's what I learned. Let me share with you because I promise you there's somebody out there that needs what you know. And you never know when a set of words that you say don't change and save somebody's life. So please take it, use it, spread it, and get your results and be the example. Wow. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you that, Joseph. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, what I want you guys to do before you guys we end here, I want you guys to put a note right now on your cell phone to go take that I am Joseph McClender. Take that course. Put a, a, a reminder on your cell phone every day. Like, like whether it's, whatever that's that free time that you take to watch TV or plug in the news, I want you to use that time and give yourself that gift this week that every day, for 30 minutes, at least give us 50 minutes, and you go there, and you go listen to my friends over here course, and you implement it. Never leave a site without making a decision. You know what I mean? Give yourself that gift, because I guarantee you, you know, anything that this my friend goes over here does, it's amazing. It's just like, it's going to change your life. It's going to help. And you go over there, and you pass it on. You pass it on. Because, you know, as I always say, in life, we only live once. But, you know, if you are doing what you love, once is good enough. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how hard that is right now or how hard that we get. I want to know, Joseph been down there. I've been down there. But you know what I mean? We've been, you know, to the worst place that you can think. But then we always kept pushing and we kept getting better. We kept seeking mentors. We kept reading. You know what I mean? Just remind yourself that you are going to make it. Just remind yourself, as I always say, the days that break you are the days that make you. Just remind yourself, as I remind myself every day, to live every day with intention. Just remind yourself that you're going to wake up after you're listening to my friends over here course and after you listen to this podcast that you're going to wake up tomorrow with way more determination and that you are going to go to bed with way more satisfaction action because you took massive action ladies and gentlemen 
we have an amazing time. Any last words, my friend Joseph? This yeah, that life is exactly what you dare to make it, and fortune favors the bold. So the trick to life is, is to every single day boldly step up and dare to make your life magnificent. Listen, I want to thank you so much. Thank you for your trust. And uh, I, you know, let's do this again at another time, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, my friend Joseph. Ladies and gentlemen, that you have it, episode number nine podcast, Carlos Inspire Show, interviewing amazing leaders of the world. This is a free podcast. The way how you can help us is just by tagging a few people here to talk about it and bringing them here and share this message with the world because somebody out there today needed to hear what we have to say. Let's go make the world a better place. Love you guys. Have an outstanding day. Carlos, thank you.